And I am Matt. And we're back. Yes. This is uh, very reminiscent of how we worked the first run through, Mm -hmm. where I feel like we would do like three or four in a month, and then take six months off, (laughs) and then, so a little behind the scenes inside baseball. We haven't even edited the first one we did. We have not. But we enjoyed doing the last one so much that we're... Keep it rolling. Yeah, it's our first night. We're home, home free, doing nothing, so we figured we'd podcast. I think we... Technically, the only person we told was Brenna. I told Brenna to be up on Monday. I didn't say what Monday. Oh, that's fair. So I'm not a liar yet. There we go. You're not a liar yet. It could still possibly come up tonight. It could? She's on the West Coast, so that gives us three extra hours. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of time. Yeah, so we're good. Yeah. We're good. So as you remember, uh, part of our little shakeup is that uh, we're trading off as we used to, Mm -hmm. but we're not giving away the name of the... The show, even to ourselves, but, yes. or the movie, even to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as we did Point Break last time. Mm-hmm. Which, which was you, your choice. Which you loved. I, yeah, I liked it. You loved it. Oh, sure. You loved it? <laughs> good, good. And now it's your turn, and I, I, have, turn. I have no idea what to expect. I have a couple on my list that are especially torturous for you. Oh, fuck. This isn't one of them. Oh, you're sparing me. I am sparing you a little bit. Um, I don't think you've seen it. I hope you haven't seen it. Okay. Um, it's certainly in a genre that you would hate. Oh, God. But I don't think in execution you'll hate it in this movie. Okay. Okay. See, I don't... That's weird. I don't... It's, it's got to be musical. That's my, that's my prediction. Basically, yeah. Basically, Basically? So it's a musical. Kind of. If there's a song in it, it's a musical. That's how I... That's how I roll. It's a, it's a movie kind of about musicals, but with a twist on it. See, I'm thinking of one of the torture ones. Is it a torture one? Oh, no. No, but you said I've seen it? I don't think you've seen it. You don't think I've seen it. I definitely haven't seen the one I'm thinking of. Okay. And I don't want to mention it because you are going to torture me with it eventually. (laughs) Would it happen to be Connie and Carla? I have have no idea what that is. Oh, yay! (laughs) Yay! You were mentioning before, you were like, oh, I hope you haven't seen that. I, I don't know what that. Oh, good. I, I've never heard of that. It's one of those movies that I could see me, like, torturing you, sort of torturing you with. You're going to enjoy it. But okay. I could see me, like, sitting da- sitting you down, like, drunk in Dublin or something and being like, you have to watch this movie. It's great. How have you never seen it? No. No? No. Awesome. So, the, only, the only movie that comes to mind with that criteria was, yeah. I think it was The Breakfast Club, but we watched it with a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. And I was just, I just let, it's you a terrible hated movie. That. It's a terrible movie. It's so stupid. It's a sin. I brought like four DVDs to Dublin. And one of them and was The shit, Breakfast Club. And you shit on one of them. Well, it was not a good movie, to it's be fair. It's a good movie. But I normally... Somebody gets their ass cheeks glued together. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> normally this is uh, where I talk about what I know about this movie. I, I, I've never heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Awesome. Is that good? Yeah. All right. This will be fun. So So, it won't spoil anything. But but use the M word. Musical. uh, uh, Sort of. Sort of. So it's a, a, not to spoil anything, but it's a movie with um, Tony Collette and Nia Vardalos. I don't really know how to say that. Might be that Greek Greek wedding. She's the uh, the wife in that? Yeah, she's the main one. Okay. Tony Collette sounds familiar. 
Um, yeah, she's been in a ton of things. You just recently saw her in um, Hereditary. Uh, oh, she's the mom in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you know I was obsessed with United States of Tara. Right. So she's the star oh. of. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you definitely know her face. I know that show, but I've never seen... I, I think I watched half the finale. With me? Yeah. It was just <laughs> on, and you were like, sit down. I was like, okay. I love that show. So... But yeah, so they, just a little background, they're best friends, they've always wanted to be big musical stars, All right. and they've never really made it out of the airport with their act, so they are just like an airport lounge act that covers musicals, just the two of them. It's not a great venue for no. any aspiring artist, no. or person really, yeah. nobody wants to be in an airport lounge. They do not. So okay. then something happens in their lives, and then they end up on the run. And, um, drag queens come into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> this does sound like a movie delightful. you would watch. It's delightful. Yeah. Okay. You'll have fun. I'm looking forward to it. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> or if I don't, it'll be a great podcast. There you go. If you're writing a lot of notes, it better be love, not hate toward it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to do this thing? Yeah, let's go. All right. Awesome. We'll be back. OMG. <laughs> what a drag. Oh no. Pun oh, intended? No. Pun intended? No, that was delightful. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. That was delightful. So many drag queens. There were a couple drag were, queens. Yeah, I noticed few? that. I noticed the theme. Yeah. But no, that was a lot of fun. So we watched Connie and Carla. That's what it was called. <laughs> they didn't say their names enough. I kept no. forgetting. Yeah, no, uh, I couldn't remember what their names were. Um, but it's about women pretending to be men, pretending to be women. Yes. I wrote down that quote as well. Because <laughs> it's, it's like the best storyline ever. Actually, they put it as women dressed as men dressed as women. Sure. Delightful. Yeah. So if a quick plot overview is that there's two best friends, Connie and Carla, and they're singers and they want to like get their big name out there in Broadway and it just hasn't happened because they live in Chicago, I believe, and are only working at an airport. And now the cat's dying. Um, yeah, it's fine. She's fine. Um, and But they want their big break and then they get caught up in some unintentional drug stuff. Shenanigans. Unfortunately, sniffing some cocaine. And then they <laughs> flee to L.A. because that is what one does. Yeah. You flee to L.A. And then the only job they think they can get there is to be tend to be drag queens and sing. As I mean, that happens. It happens sometimes, yeah. but it works out well for them. Yeah. Because they're the only drag queens that sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like your normal drag show is just people lip syncing. Think RuPaul's drag. Yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race. You just lip sync, but they sang their own songs. They had to lower them though to pretend bit. that they were men. A little bit. But, it, you know, they fit in. They stuff their bras with socks. Just like everybody else. Sure. <laughs> it was a good time. They were a little flat-chested. They were, yeah, well, naturally, they're both they kind of, they kind of, They kind of fit the role. Yeah, but, yeah. But no, it was a grand old time. Good, I'm glad you liked it. And I have to say, right off the bat, I think it's very fitting. Um, we had trouble finding it. Mm-hmm. We have a DVD of this somewhere in this in this household. We do. But uh, we couldn't really track it down. So we ended up 
really fitting <laughs> having to get uh, a free uh, seven-day thing to uh, stars. Yeah. Star. Yeah, to jazz, stars. Jazz hands implied oh, in. Oh, jazz hands, babe. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Oh, jazz hands. Uh, apparently you do. No. But no, that was delightful. Good. It I'm was, glad. yeah. It I was s- a good, like, not musical musical, I think. No, right. you, you described that very well. Yeah. Because I think I... So we were talking about this earlier. I really only... I'm not a musical fan, but I did, uh, I was a band geek in mm-hmm. high school, so I played all four of the musicals we did, which were in order, uh, Oklahoma, Grease, mm-hmm. uh, My Fair Lady, mm-hmm. and Fiddler on the Roof. So if there were one of those, I was like, I know what that is. <laughs> but I mean, like, Oklahoma is terrible. Grease yeah. is Grease, is Grease and the mm-hmm. other two, I mean, there are terrible songs in both of those, but... If I knew it, I was like happy. Like yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're pretty happy. But I think what comes from playing that much, I mean, it's not it's not just like the the hit songs or mm-hmm. even the song songs. It's we played like the you know they call vamping, which is like the do da do da do da, right? which is in every fucking musical, and I hate it so much. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. But like, it all has the same kind of. There's a show tune, tenor, and rhythm, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it all. It's the same kind of sing-songy stuff, which is why it's so universal and why everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. Except for me, that's why I hate it. And, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I, I made a note that it's it's both uh, to that show tune um, spirit, I guess. It, this movie is both reverential and satirical. Sure. So it's like, sure. these songs are glorious and also... It's all kind of stupid and campy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So and it embraces the whole the whole uh, spectrum of it, and yeah. I thought it did a really great job of it. So I think it, that's especially obvious in like the first big scene, where there it's the two of them, and they're still doing their like Chicago airport show. Oh yeah. And they have like seven or eight layers of costumes. On. <laughs> yeah. And they sing one line from a song, and then they rip it off, and suddenly they're cats. And they sing one line from cats, and then they rip it off, and suddenly they're in Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. So it kind of, like, feeds into that campiness. But also, their desire to be Broadway stars and sing all of the Broadway hits. I think it was that scene, too. Um, every time they disrobed and changed mm-hmm. songs, I was like, what's this from? Yeah. And by the fourth song, you just looked at me. We're like, you should have known all of we're not. We're not doing this. <laughs> I did better than I thought, which was not very well, but I yeah. I got I got a, a better portion of them than I thought. Yeah. But more than anything, I think it didn't matter. No. It didn't it was just I mean it was you know, it was it's fun for people who know it and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, that song, that song, that song, but it's not necessary. Right. You know. And to be fair, some of the songs I only know because of this movie. Oh really? Yeah. Most of them I know, but like Mame, I don't know, Mame. I've seen South Pacific maybe once. Right. So I knew they were from that, but I couldn't tell you anything else about either. I know. Either so either South either. Pacific is the poor man's uh, Pirates of Penzance? Or is it the other way around? <laughs> I forgot about Pirates of uh, I was in Pirates of Penzance in fifth grade. Mm, so Then you should be answering this question. I know. I had the flu during auditions. I would have mm. been... I was going to go for the... Uh, the, um, the pirate? The modern major general. Oh. <laughs> I have information, vegetables, animals... And mineral, oh, etc. Sure. I was gonna. I was sick to my stomach. Like I was so. Aww. I had a stomach flu so bad. My parents almost took me to the hospital. Wow. That's how skinny I was getting. That's pretty bad. I couldn't eat anything. Yeah, but I would have been the modern major general. Would have crushed it. 
I forget that kid's name, but he sucked. It could have so changed. Sorry for could have changed. Could have changed my life. To what? No. Uh, from big geek to drama geek. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> a half so step, you would have gone real far. Like five feet, you know, <laughs> from floor to stage. No. But no, I made the note I made uh, uh, referencing this was it was I, I said self aware camp slash kitsch. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't. I don't know where the line is drawn, sure. but it's, it was very self aware, and yeah. I think that's where the majority of my laughs came from is that it was i uh if it's like if it's so camp that it's just all wrapped in itself and mm-hmm. you're supposed to be in that world right. I, that that kind of puts me off but this was it was laughing at itself in a lot of ways oh for sure and i i love that oh, uh, for sure. i thought it was great yeah yeah it was laughing at everything from just being a broadway nerd to being a woman in drag yeah. as as a woman um, or just being gay. Yeah, being gay. In a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah. Just, it was just, it was a, a celebration in, in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. a, a, uh, not taking itself seriously at all. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Embracing the quirks of every aspect of those. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was delightful. It's such a fun movie. It was a lot of fun. I love it. And I say this is someone who, I mean, I've, I've been to drag shows mm-hmm. more than one. And I, I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand it and I don't know. It's difficult to articulate why I don't get it, but I just don't and I've accepted what drag that. Shows have you been to? Uh I went to one, it was a uh it was a club night, but well it was at a club, but it was mm. a drag night. And so that was interesting. Mm. Um and I was also the only straight guy in our group. This is in college. Mm. Uh and <laughs> I went to the men's bathroom and that was interesting because it was full of drag queens. <laughs> so it was a littering. It was, no, no, no. I went to the women's bathroom. It was full of drag queens because the the uh, only other guy who was in our group was gay and he mm. said, do not go to the men's bathroom. <laughs> so I did and it was full of men. In drag. <laughs> so it was very good. I remember a bouncer went in to clear the bathroom of all the, of, uh, all the drag queens and he just looked at me and he just looked away. He was like, whatever. <laughs> I looked so lost and confused. Uh-huh. I was like, whatever. Just do what you want. The other one was uh, at a, um, it was Baltimore Pride. Mm. And they did a, a whole thing. Oh, cool. And that was, I, I realized then that I don't have taste in drag queens either. Because some of them. Because you found them all attractive. No, like some would perform and I thought like, oh, this is fine. And nobody would care. And then I think one went on that was on the um, the RuPaul show. Mm-hmm. And people went nuts. And like, I didn't even realize people were tipping until that person went on, and then ah. whoa, people went crazy. And, and you I was, did not enjoy her performance. I was like, "It's all. It's. I wish you would see." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I realized at the time how much uh, like lip syncing is a part of it. Sure. And I didn't. It's a I, part of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, one of a million things that's fascinating. But yeah. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. It was I'm so happy. much fun. Oh. Oh. I would like to talk about how the fact that we're going to start a new religion. Are and, we? And when we're done, every par- prayer, we're going to hold our boobs and oh. say, gay men. Gay men. <laughs> that was great. I couldn't tell. Did they bring the candle? They or brought was it the there? candle. They brought the they candle. They brought the candle. Oh, the patron It's like an initiation of... thing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And the whole... I mean, I think drag is is fascinating just in general. 
It and is. I did dance for years, so I'm used to like throwing a bunch of makeup on my face and doing things with my hair I'm not supposed to do. And stuffing your bra. And stuffing my... You know, I've never had to do that. <laughs> jokes. I have been... I got jokes. Well endowed for years. <laughs> no bra stuffing for me. But I think that's kind of like a a campiness that a lot of people can relate to. Sure. But it's just something that people, some people choose to embrace like more full time. And that's amazing. And like they said in the movie, like fucking be yourself. Yeah. Be whoever you're supposed to be. Or as they said specifically, in an art form about being true to oneself, welcome to your outing. Like that's. That's a great line. That's a great line. That's a great line. And that's, that's all that life is about. That's all it should be about. Be true to yourself. Figure out who you are, have your personal outing, and then embrace it. I think if, if this movie does anything, mm-hmm. if it promotes anything, it is full-time camp. Because sure. this movie is full-time camp. I made a, a point that even the background music, <laughs> it's like they're sassy show tunes. Yeah. Like, it's not just like, you know, they have the generic floral, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. No. It, they're show tunes in the background. Yeah. Like, I know that melody. <laughs> I know that is a show tune. And the, the movie fucking begins and ends with a curtain call. Yep. It's, it is a salute to full-time camp. Life is a cabaret, old Life friend. is a ca- Is that a, a line I missed? It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's from Cabaret. <laughs> well, I miss, I must have, I must have missed that. Life many, is a cabaret, The many times, the many times I've seen it. <laughs> no, but I think, uh, um, oh, there's so much. There's so much like okay can I can I go on one tangent yeah go ahead which I can't I can't really defend okay but it came to mind um, uh, there's the the uh, sort of bodyguard character the Russian guy yeah the Russian yeah. guy um, I don't know his name I don't want to know his name <laughs> I called him Ivan in my head the whole time because mm-hmm. you know generic Russian sure. bodyguard asshole Ivan and then I also uh, in my mind somehow. <laughs> Uh, melded him with uh, the character of Ivan from uh, The Most Dangerous Game, mm-hmm. who is not a, a vital character, but my AP Lit class latched onto him. He's just a generic... I don't even think he has a line in the, the actual story. Mm-hmm. He's just there, and he's like the... Whatever, the evil guy's... You know. He's just his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And so I was just picturing the guy from... Uh, the evil, generic, silent bodyguard from... Most Dangerous Game mm-hmm. had like a side job and he was in this movie <laughs> and he was like oh I get to go on an adventure and he goes watching all these you know these these uh, uh, drag shows and, and show tune whatever shows he saw Hairspray he got so into went. it he got so into it but I was just picturing this Ivan for, for the most beautiful I said almost said the most beautiful game it really is and Killing Humans is the most beautiful game is it not the game. most beautiful game and I think everything he says from like like the halfway point on mm-hmm. is great. Like they they what he has like a minute and a half. It seemed like ten minutes where, where he's just singing. He just sang whatever <laughs> whatever song that was. Name. It was pure joy. Yeah, it was he pure gets joy. really into it. I loved it. He's just used to being a killer. Yeah. And then he finds that little that little part of his soul. Yeah. That likes musicals and that's all he wants. He wants to be a baritone in their show at the end of it. Oh yeah. But it, right from, it'll happen, but that's okay. Right from the beginning, like he, you know, he's like Connie, Carla, and mm-hmm. then in the the um, 
the, the parking garage. Mm-hmm. It's like, Cotty, Carla. <laughs> it was He's great. a great character. I love he him. He was fantastic. I do like him. Oh, my goodness gracious. It was so good. I'm glad you it was, liked it. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. it. There's one line from the movie that me and my friends quoted to each other a lot in high school, and then I carried it over to the... The girls in college as well. I could think of a million That's true. <laughs> phrases. I'm sure people quote great. entire like scenes from this movie. Because so much about this movie is about... Completely quotable. It's completely quotable. Yeah. And it's about female empowerment. It's about owning who you are. It's about loving the body you're in. It's universal. It is. It really so is. So much of this movie. Yeah, it really absolutely. is. Absolutely. And the one line that we always used to quote to each other was, If he doesn't love you when you look like a map... Tell him to hit the road. That's amazing. Did, that's a great. That's a great that's line. That's amazing. That's a great line. You get your wrinkles from laughing, from loving, and then if he doesn't love you when you have those lines in your face and you look like a map, you tell him to hit the road. <laughs> I love it. You there, better love me when I look like a map. Of course. <laughs> there was one note I, I just made. It just says entire car scene because there's this. <laughs> I was trying to find a quote from that. From that bit, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's impossible. Yeah. I, I can't remember the context of it, but they're just sitting in a car, they're just talking back and forth, and every line is like. When can, they're fleeing after they've been. Yeah. yeah they're all freaking out caught. and just yeah. yelling at it. Every line is, is fantastic and quotable and just brilliant. And, Your voice is giving me cramps. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> well, what is it? The disease, like. Progresses. Every, yeah, every time she says it, it's a different disease. Your voice is I giving didn't me catch cramps. That until. Your voice is giving me shingles. <laughs> Your voice is giving me mono. <laughs> every time it's something different. That's the thing. I, I can definitely tell this is one of those movies where, I mean, you it's impossible to catch everything. Yeah. The first time or five times or ten times. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of small jokes in there. Yeah. And even, like, little information. I, you were talking during this, and so I wrote it down. What the? What? Oh, I know. You were talking. <sighs> do you know what they say in the movie that drag stands for? No, I do not. According to the movie, and I've read this online, too, and I don't know if it's true, mm-hmm. but it supposedly comes from Shakespeare times. And okay. he would write in the notes, like, in the, in the side of a play, so-and-so dressed as girl. Really? Drag. Is that real? Well, because they, they didn't have female... Um, yeah, actors yeah, back yeah. then they had men play all the female roles so yeah. I, I don't know that it's true but it's what I've heard I'm trying um, to think of another like more... what else it could be yeah yeah. no that's brilliant yeah. I, I'm gonna, if it's true I'm gonna I'm assume right that's, with it I'm gonna assume that's real <laughs> that's fantastic I've always liked that explanation cause either like, I don't know what else it could be yeah for drag yeah I don't know so and so dressed as girl Oh. I like it all right, well, speaking of drag, not that this narrows it down. Yes. But um, the one character, I think, who, uh, or the one actor who was in this movie who we've seen in drag, who was not in drag, <laughs> which narrows it down a lot, I think. Yes. Mr. David Duchovny. Yes. To, uh, not a great actor. No. Not a great actor. No, acting has never been his, um, no. his strong suit. It's easy to act as Mulder if your whole thing is just brooding. You yeah, know. I've never seen Aliens. It's, uh, and I'm okay with that. I watched uh, scattered bits yeah. of it. It's it's good. I'm sure I would get into it if I got really into it. But you know, does it upset things. you that I haven't seen that? But I've watched most of Californication. Uh no. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't like it, but it was one of those train wrecks that I kind of had to. Is Californication thirty minute episodes? Yeah. 
Okay, that, that explains it. <laughs> X-Files is an hour. I'm pretty sure. I'm not that ADD. You like half-hour shows? I do. I know you. Short attention span. But no, it took me... It I took... even got up and started cooking halfway through the You movie. did, you did. <laughs> but no, it took me a couple scenes to figure out, like, why... I was like, David Duchovny should be in a wig. Why is he not? And I realized it was Twin Peaks. And I don't think... I think you watched... We watched uh, most of the, the new Twin Peaks. Yeah. We watched uh, Firewalk With Me. We yeah. were messed up for that. So <laughs> we remember some of that. We were, we were a little intoxicated for that. A little bit. And I think I made you watch the first and last? Or something like that. But like you haven't, uh... watch, you haven't watched... A bulk of the original. I, I watched a first ep, a first bleh, a couple episodes from the first season. Okay. But did not like it. So, <laughs> so I stopped. It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough just, at times. It's just too weird for me. But it was just very bizarre seeing all these people pretending to either be in drag or be not be in drag, mm-hmm. and then one of the main characters. I'm like, I could picture you in a wig. <laughs> A wig and a pantsuit. I can see it so clearly. <laughs> it was just a really bizarre sort of juxtaposition. Oh, oh. that sounds sexy. Juxtaposition is very sexy. <laughs> David Duchovny dressed as a woman. Uh, so sexy. Uh, so sexy. You got anything for us? Um, not too much more, I don't think. Oh, there oh, was a there was a celebrity cameo. I was not a fan of. I was of. about to say. Yeah. We have not talked about Ms. Debbie Reynolds. I don't know who this person is. <laughs> she has a lineage <sighs> I'm aware of. Is she still alive? No, she no. You know she died. Don't even. Do I? You know she died. She kind of looked dead. She's. <clears throat> she's Carrie Fisher's mom. There goes mom. the gay fan base. She's Carrie Fisher's mom. She uh-huh. died a day after Carrie Fisher. Of oh, heart. I did. I did know that. And you made many. Really unfunny jokes about that. Really, really funny jokes. Not funny. I was heartbroken. Okay. I okay. love Carrie Fisher and I love Debbie Reynolds. Okay. It's and not... they're both big gay icons. Alright, this takes a little bit of context, but this is the best joke I've ever said. So I've... Um, oh my god. Is this worth even telling? Yeah, I'm going to tell it. Alright. <laughs> so my family are, are whole, like, the really big Walking Dead fans that I've never really watched The Walking Dead... And every time I come home, they're like, have you seen The Walking Dead? And I'm like, no, I haven't. And they've been doing this for years, like as many years as the show has been on. Have you seen The Walking Dead? No, I have not. Okay, great. And then uh, Miss Carrie Fisher died, and it was very tragic. And then yes. Miss Debbie Reynolds died, and it was yes. very tragic. And you went And through, you did not mourn. You, I did not mourn like you mourned. You mourned... Uh, in a very specific way by watching, I think it was a Netflix show? It was an HBO documentary. HBO documentary. And I was just walking through the living room, and I see Carrie Fisher and Debbie Riddles on the screen, and I say, oh, my parents are going to be so excited. And you say, why? And I say, because we're finally watching The Walking Dead. (laughs) Terrible joke! So mean! I was ready to punch you in the balls! It was the funniest I've ever been. I mean, I stayed a safe distance from the couch (laughs) because I knew just how funny I was. Just to protect your gonads. The kind of funny that society's not ready for. Is that my fault? Yeah, that was the problem, yes. Is that my fault? Uh huh. Uh huh. Anyway. But yes, Debbie. Blasphemous. 
Yeah, zombie Debbie Reynolds made her way no, through. No, this was 2004. She oh, was very alive. Right. She was, well, she was alive. She was very alive. She was alive. She was very alive. She was alive. You've never seen... Nope, I'm going to put on the list. I'm not going to ask. Oh, shit. I did it. Not even going to ask. Again. I did it again. Nobody tell him what she's famous for. <laughs> Nobody. The Walking Dead. No, she's not on The Walking Dead. I mean, in spirit. She's been dead almost like two years now. It's okay. very tragic. I would have said, what year has this movie come out? I would have said 15. It's 2004. Yeah, 15. No, she died in 2006. 16, I believe. Wow. Yeah, not that long ago. Wow. I hate, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You're the worst. Why did I marry you? Uh, oh goodness Asks gracious. me and all of my family. Alright, well, uh, I got, well, I have a, so in that finale, I had a, I had a revelation uh-huh. when David Reynolds come out, comes out and the, the crowd is just going nuts. I had this, this revelation that, uh, Whoever, like, they looked like they were all extras in that crowd. Mm-hmm. They hit the gay lottery, <laughs> is what I is what I put in my notes. Because it was just like, oh my god, Debbie Reynolds, and they're singing show tunes. And then one of the guys literally goes, oh my god, more drama. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, you're like, holy shit, do I get paid to sit in the audience and watch this? Uh, that was my, that first, be, that was my first thought. You would love it. I would love that. I'd more love drama. That. More drama. I love drama. Secretly, I am a gay man. <gasps> I'm a gay man pretending to be a woman. Oh, you've been played. I'm a drag queen. You're not very good at it. Oh, thanks. It's because you're a good woman. Because I have boobies. You got boobies. <laughs> we just both looked at her boobies. We, we looked at her boobies. <laughs> We're married. You're allowed to do that now. That's okay. I won't let the people know. <laughs> Can oh, I can goodness. I um, blow your mind a little bit? Oh shit! So the club owner. Yeah. You were looking at him and you were like, I kind of know him. I knew who he was. He was in the Drew Carey show, like the entire length of it. He was in the Drew Carey show. Yeah, he's one of his God coworkers. God damn it! Yes. Fuck. <laughs> yes. Now I can picture him. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. He apparently Fuck. helped him on whose line too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, damn it. And he is. Connie's husband in real life. Really? Yeah. Wow. Connie is Nia, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I can see that. They just got divorced, but they've been—they were married for like twenty-some years. But yeah. Because it wasn't drag love. It wasn't. It wasn't. So drag love is the purest. Drag love love is the purest love. We all know that. Damn it. I that. never, I never would have got that. I knew you were going to be upset. God, that. <laughs> I'm not. Even, I'm not upset because, like, I never. I can't remember the last time I saw the Drew Carey show. Mm-hmm. Right? I loved it. Well, it was on. It was on AFN. So we, it's the Armed Forces Network, <laughs> for military slash embassy brats. We got six <clears throat> channels and we watched. <clears throat> we watched what we could, Buffy, and uh, Star Trek, Star Trek Voyager, Voyager, yes, and Guiding Light. Only my dad watched Guiding Light, but he got really into Guiding Light. <laughs> I got to watch all the Letterman's at like three in the afternoon. That was sure, cool. Sure. Yeah. All right, you, got, you got some. You got some more trivia for me. That there's, was a hell of a way to kick it off. Thank you. There's not a whole lot of trivia out there on this movie, unfortunately. You blew my fucking mind already. So. <laughs> but the the Russian guy we were talking about. Yeah. I was. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ivan. Ivan. His name is actually Tibor? Tybor? To Ty- Yeah. Tibor? Tybor. So he's the one that keeps going from show to show, and most of them are MAME. Are what? MAME. The musical. MAME. M-A-M-E. I've never, I've never heard of that. But it's the same song every time he goes to a musical. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> and apparently, IRL... He is the son of John McIver, who played Mr. Babcock in Mame in 1974. Oh. So they, like, brought it full circle. So they it didn't... it was his daddy's role. They didn't have to teach him the lines, I would I guess. I guess not, no. <laughs> he probably knew everything he needed to know. He just kept singing, and they were like, just keep rolling. Yeah. Keep rolling. Let's go. That's great. Yeah. That's That's delightful. literally it. Not a lot of... No. No? No. That, the only no. other thing is that it says... That they had both worked with John Corbett before. That's cool. Who's John Corbett? Mm, the person. He's not even in this movie. Oh. He's in Sex in the City, and then he's Nia's husband in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. I don't know why Tony had worked with him. Oh, she's married to him in um, United States of Terror. That's just hardly. It's a even lot of relevant. stuff you've seen. Yeah, a lot of things I've seen, <laughs> but that's it. That's not helpful. IMDB. I need more knowledge. Well, I think also it's one of those things where, I mean, while I was thinking about this, it came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was simultaneously, it was, it came out at a time where it was accepted, but not really universally accepted. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like it was, like, the drag queen element is way more, like, RuPaul's drag ways. Drag ways. Drag ways. Drag ways. I'm all, I'm all toxic. <laughs> Like, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's so mainstream now. Yeah, drag yeah. is mainstream now. Yeah. I think in 2004 it was not. Not as much, no. Definitely. No. So I think that wasn't what I was trying to explain. But I think that's a different point that I'm trying sure, to make now. Sure, sure. Yeah. I think, it was, I think it was a little ahead of its time in a weird way. I think that's fair. It would probably be not as exciting of a movie if they made it today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I really I think that's why I haven't heard of it because mm. I think it was just kind of a quiet sort of thing. Unfortunately, it's so funny. It was really funny. It's it was really, really good. And it's yeah. like it touches your heart, but it's also mostly funny, and it's still fairly wholesome. It is. There's nothing like I mean they talk about some boobs a little bit, but that's it. The boob squeezing scene. The boob squeezing great. scene is great. It is great. That's really <laughs> funny. What do you uh, use for your falsies? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all of you should touch it. <laughs> Feel up, my friend. She's actually female. And there's a cocaine scene that actually doesn't mention the word cocaine. That is true. But they like heavily, they inhale it. heavily imply <laughs> that it's not baking soda. But no, it is. It's yeah, it's a pretty wholesome movie. Yeah. But I think. It, but still adult friendly. Yeah. I mean, I'll show this to our kids. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, 2004 was a different time. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, that Bush was president, right? 2004? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Obama yeah, got elected. he was leaving, right? Uh, didn't Obama get elected? In 04? He did get elected in 04, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. But even then, that was, I mean, a black president was contentious, let alone. I mean, this was what... Uh, what if Obama had been in drag? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, no, like, the, the, the gay marriage amendment was only, it seems like... Um, like a lifetime ago, but it yeah. was only like five years, something like that. I couldn't say it was, yeah. But I mean, 
Yeah, my point still stands. My point still stands. God damn it. Come a long way. We've come a long way. If this, if what I'm basically saying is this movie, if this movie came out in 2014 instead of Mm -hmm. 2004, I think it would have been like a a smash hit. Yeah, you're probably right. I really can't. I don't. I don't understand how I had never heard of this movie. Me neither. And I think the only reason is that it came out in 2004. I think it was just. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't as open. A time yeah. for things like this. That's and all. Even, that's all I got. It was so Brita, good. Brita Wilson was one of the producers, and she's like, "Oh my god, yes, you do." I don't love Brita Wilson. <sighs> she's married to Tom Hanks. She's I know got that the curly is. hair. She's in. You know when she's in Sleepless in Seattle? Okay. And they're all. It's him and his guy. Meg friend, Ryan. And the curly-haired woman sitting at the table, and oh, she's crying over oh, her. her. Remember? Oh, yeah, her. her. Oh, she produced it. Yes. Oh. Well, isn't that fun? Well, and I, I, yes, it's fun. <laughs> and also, she's not to you, but she's such a big name in Hollywood that you, you would think that, yes. Okay. Well, she's just You would think that would carry it. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm going to no. dump you and leave you <laughs> for Rita Wilson. Maybe Tom Hanks isn't you, treating her correctly. I will treat her right. We're one movie, one movie choice in, <laughs> and you're like, "This is bullshit." I'm leaving you. One movie choice in, and I liked it. And you're like, "I hate it. This experiment is over." Oh, I'm glad that you liked it. <laughs> no, it was great. It was so. It was. It was a very easy to like movie. It was like the kind of movie where I could see like it just comes on and you can't turn it off. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. And soon we'll watch it again and you'll start singing the songs and then I'll be like, babe, oh, you like this song. Oklahoma, where the wind comes, this is the clarinet part. <laughs> I can do all the clarinet parts to like my fair lady. I got that shit locked down. I wasn't asking for that. I don't want that. Oklahoma, it was it was very controversial because the the upperclassmen were not Nobody very. Nobody has ever said that about Oklahoma. No, in the in the pit band, the Queens County High School pit band. Woo! No, because the upperclassmen were not very good. Oh, were you an upperclassman? No, I was a freshman. That was my oh. freshman year. So like just like the basic like vamping, which is mm-hmm. like anyone could do it in their sleep. I would sit next to like a, a senior mm-hmm. clarinet player who would just be like the. The, 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 I would just stop playing and look at the conductor like, what do I do? She's so terrible. <laughs> but then I also, did I ever tell you about this? Um, mm-hmm. We, we saw uh, Oklahoma at, uh, uh, oh, yes, oh the, the, um, not Chestertown, the other town. We don't need to name it. I guess we don't need no, to name it. No, a community it. theater. It was a community yeah. theater showing and it was so bad that it, I think it was actually like a secret avant-garde performance. <laughs> I said, the first thing I said when I got out was, I think this was like an underground, above ground performance of Oklahoma meant to mirror like the death of the modern stage. Hmm. It was that bad. It was like they had five people in the pit and none of them were playing on time. One of them was like a a school music director. I don't want to be more specific than that. But he directed one of the area schools. Pretty bad. And he, they were not even on time, and it was people forgot their lines. People were out of tune at all times. I really got into it, but like not the way you should get into Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, nobody should really get into Oklahoma. Yeah, everyone else was like really polite, and I was like, that was 
that, that was, was amazing that on was, a different level. That was high art, you guys. <laughs> you don't understand. Anyway, we got way off track. That's okay. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? No, I think that's about it. Um, I'm super happy you enjoyed this. My yeah, first pick. that was delightful. My first pick. That I was thought great. you would. I was a little afraid. Because it's show tuney, but it's not show tunes. I'm just baffled that one you thought I had seen it, <laughs> and two that I'd never heard of it. Yeah, that's they're both exciting. equally baffling to me. Are you gonna be like on my level trying to get people to watch Connie and Carla? That yeah, if you bring that up, great. yeah, absolutely, that's great. All right, next family outing. Delightful. Your family, my family. Yeah. We watch Connie and Carla. Yeah. Pound it. Pound it. Ow. Ow. That hurt a lot. <laughs> that hurt a lot. I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I do have a last quote for us. Yeah. So we're trying to do this now. Whenever I pick a movie, Matt has to pick an ending quote. Whenever he picks a movie, I have to pick an ending quote. And we did that last week with Point Break. So now you're going to do it this week with Connie and Carla. I think I picked a good one. Yeah. It's a it's a low-key one. Okay. One you wouldn't even pick out of this movie. Either. Okay. You just have to pretend I'm saying this as David Duchovny. Okay. Why do you like to dress up, you guys? <laughs> That's your ending quote. That was my favorite quote. <laughs> Why do you like to dress up? <laughs> I guess that's a fair question. Why you guys? Why, why you like why you, to, why why you guys you like, like to dress up? No, no. Why, no, why you, you like to why dress you up? Why you like to dress up? There's, there's no verb in there? Why you like to dress up? Oh, my. You guys. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Thank God a little bit. It gets better. Oh, David. Why you like oh, to... David. Why, why you like to dress up? It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a good way to end it. Uh, I think we're good. I think we're good. Uh, this has been a production of Regina Watches Movies. I am Regina. And I am Matt. And thanks for joining us. And next week it'll be question marks. Less drag, probably. Aww. You don't know what I'm going to pick? You don't know what I'm going to pick? I said probably. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ooh! Oh, you've seen that. Damn it. Damn. All right. Never mind. We'll figure it out. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.